0: girlfriend of 5 months, best friend of 4 years. My ex best friend girlfriend recently cheated on me, even though she had the guts to tell me she was cheating, she still wanted to be with the man she cheated on me with, I've had low self esteem before, and that's why she said she left me, but I feel even worse now, she recently has been talking bad about me to her new boyfriend and blocked me today, I need to know how to move on. Update 1 I just wanted to thank everyone who commented shared their thoughts, advice, and opinions. You guys have been nothing but incredible, and even though it seemed impossible I think I can safely move on. Today she came by my dorm to talk to me, I invited her in and demanded she give me the key copy I gave her, after a long argument, One-sided beck I was too tired to argue and she was just yelling the most disgusting words at me I kicked her out and told her that if she ever came near me again I'd call the police. It did hurt for me to say that, but I think I did the right thing. Thank you all for giving me the confidence to be my own person and I'll periodically keep you updated on anything major. Redditors reactions story 2 after. Redditor 1. Block her. Go no contact completely. Ask friends who are still in contact with her or who come across her not update you on her life and vice versa. Most importantly, recognize that her actions are hers to own. She didn't cheat on you because you had low self-esteem. She cheated because she's selfish and has a broken moral compass because she's cowardly and couldn't do the right thing. You are still taking up space in her head. Don't let her into yours. Do new things. Keep yourself busy talk to family and friends. It will take time but it will get better. Op answer, thank you so much, I'll take your advice and I'll try to stay positive. There is just one problem, she knows I have inheritance money of 1.3 million coming from my grandparents, so she might try everything in her power to get into contact with me. Redditor 2 don't allow her to blame her cheating on you. That's not fair. Op answer, yeah I said that to her but then she said, it's not fair I can't be happy with someone like you. Redditor 3, I'll see you at the gym bro. Story 2, my 36m wife 34f has been having an affair with her own brother and I realized our son might not even be mine. I don't know how or where to begin. This is a throwaway for obvious reasons. My wife and her brother has always been messing around, they were the type of siblings to take joking a bit too far as time only. New people who meet with them have always said that they are the type of siblings who you would think are married if it wasn't for them being brother and sister. My brother-in-law lives very close to us. He is divorced and has two daughters who live with his ex-wife. My own wife very often takes over our son to his place, and also very often visits him herself. This is something I never ever had anything against, after all they are brother and sister. It wasn't until recently when my four-year-old son told me mommy and uncle Tommy let's call him that had been kissing on the lips that I got suspicious. Apparently my wife had gotten angry at our son for no apparent reason for having seen this and she had told him grown-ups do this as a gesture of love. Now, I understand hugging or kissing a sibling on the cheek, but in my 36 years on this earth, I don't recall kissing my own sister mouth to mouth. That is just disgusting to me. Tonight I did something which I never done or felt the need to do before, and I checked my wife's phone only to find a load ton of messages between her and her own brother. Most of it is just regular chat, nothing special. But after having scrolled through a ton of messages I find sections of intimate pictures between them, and even messages such as horny, want to come over for a quickie and similar sentences. I am grossed out by the sheer imagination of my wife having had s time with her own brother. As this caused me to imagine ever having kissed any of my own sisters, which is disturbing to say the least. Having sit here now thinking about what to do, I can't do anything, but to think my own son might not even be my own. So many times have I heard how he looks like uncle Tommy and just looking at his face makes me believe this even more. I am really at a loss at this point. I have no doubts about what she has done, but I can't imagine also having lost. The only thing that meant more to me than my own life, my own blood my son. I feel like just jumping off a building or taking my own life if he ends up not being my child. I want to divorce her, but I don't know how to go on about finding out whether I am the father or not. I really don't know what to do if I found out my son wasn't mine. Edit. After reading several comments, I decided it is best to not confront her now. My wife has been asking me multiple times what is wrong and I just told her I am not feeling well. I can barely look her in the eyes at this point. The only reason I am keeping it together is for my son. I wanted to go and sleep at a hotel but it would just raise too many questions on her part, so I will sit in front of the TV and sleep on the couch. Edit 2, had no idea this post would spiral out and get this many responses, thanks I guess. I won't be reading more PMs, I have gotten way too many of them. Currently staying with my sister, I decided it was not a good time to confront my wife yesterday. So I just told her I will be moving in to stay with my sister for a few days as she needed help with some stuff. My sister lives about 30 minutes away from us. I have told everything to my sister and she thought it was best to meet with a lawyer. We scheduled a meeting today. He will be helping me with the divorce and has also offered to help me get a paternity test. Read some comment about a guy who did a paternity and got the wrong result, which is why I will get it via a court. I will be getting a divorce for sure. This is not something I will ever accept or can forgive. It's beyond f ed up. To the feminists out there who messaged me and told me to step up and forgive her, f you too. I will confront her, but I can't tell when, probably tomorrow. My sister wants to come with me, but I won't let her. I will head over there by myself and let her know what I found out. We'll see where it goes from there. Redditors reactions story three after. Redditor one, before you say something to her, Get a paternity test done op answer how can i get a paternity test done without her knowing from what i have researched you need samples from both parents and the child redditor 2 head to therapy for support and sanity during this time get a lawyer get a paternity test op answer should i confront her before or after i am just so torn up that i can't think straight at this point redditor 3 paternity test first and foremost While waiting for results you need to figure out what you're going to do if he's not yours, all before talking to your ex-wife. When you have everything in place lawyer, etc. Sit her down, show her the evidence plus paternity test based on results and tell her what's going to happen. Don't listen to reasoning, don't talk about it. Nothing can be said that will help how you feel or explain this, so don't listen to it. Story 3, I 21 m found out my wife 19 f has been cheating on me. Hello, people of Reddit. I have married to my wife and not her real name for almost a full year now. Last month, she came to me and told me she had been cheating on me. According to her, she hadn't slept with anyone, but had met a Snapchat friend of hers, Kevin, also not his real name, at the park one night and kissed him. She had also been s taking pictures of her privates and sending them to him, and receiving the same sort of pictures from him. Upon pressing her i find out that she has also been doing this with strangers she met on cd website and discord servers at first i was so heartbroken all i could do was cry i desperately didn't want my marriage to end this way and wanted to work things out with her she seemed regretful for her actions and i thought that we could get through this however over the course of the next week the desire to work things out quickly faded i told her that if we were to work things out that it would be a while before I could trust her again, and until that day came, I'd like to install a tracking app on her phone, as well as a keylogger. I also installed the same programs on my phone, and told her she was welcome to check them whenever she liked. She was not happy about this, but complied. The main blowup came over the next two things I asked her to do. I told her that I wanted us to start using birth control. We never had, but I didn't want to bring a kid into this mess. She immediately started saying how she didn't want to take birth control because sometimes you can get pregnant on it anyway, and that she is worried that if that happened, the baby could be hurt. This was nothing new, she had told me this before we even got married. She started spamming my phone with links to all these articles and YouTube videos, etc. I suggested we use Seendoms, and she started talking about what if she had an allergic reaction to them, etc. The second thing I asked her to do was to either get a job, go back to school she is a high school dropout, or at the very least, volunteer somewhere, but no more sitting in bed on her phone in the bedroom all day. She said she would look into volunteering at this place that teaches people how to ride horses, that she went to growing up. Okay, great, a few days go by, but she hasn't started volunteering there. I finally ask her why. Her reasoning, the gas tank in the van isn't full. And she doesn't want to have to stop at a gas station by herself on the way to the horse place to fill it up, because gas stations are creepy. At this point, I'm fed up. A week has gone by, and I feel like nothing has really changed, and that is making excuses to not do stuff, same as always. I go to bed every night scared, wake up every morning depressed, can't eat, can't sleep, can't get any work done at my job, I don't know what to do really. After careful consideration, and taking some advice from my dad, I go and tell her that I think we need to separate for a little while to allow me time to heal and allow her to work on getting to a better spot in life. She doesn't take this well, breaks down crying, gets very upset with me, but eventually agrees. I tell her that either she can stay and I'll move out of the apartment or the other way around. And she says she will leave because she doesn't think she can afford the rent. I give her the car. $250 in cash out of our $500 in savings, and send her on her way. She takes some of her stuff, and leaves. I see her at church, and get together with her for lunch and a walk in the park a couple of times, to talk, and work things out. We see our counselor, and talk to her. At first, I hoped that the separation would be a bit of a wake-up call to her to get her life together, but that didn't happen. Instead, each time we meet church, lunch, walk in the park, etc. an argument always ensues. First, she tells me that she is making changes and that I am not giving her a chance. When I point out that it had been a week and that I hadn't seen any changes, she said that it would not be possible for me to see changes if I wasn't around her, which I wouldn't be now that we were separated. I said that when she had something to show me that she had done, then we could talk. The arguments become worse each time I see her eventually getting to the point where they are becoming toxic she starts accusing both my father and my best friend murray of encouraging me to divorce her she sends them aggressive texts and tells me that i need to find better people to get advice from she also then accuses me of being a drug addict i vape but i do not use drugs saying i needed to go to rehab she accuses me of having girls over behind her back no evidence of this and is also something i do not do never loving her and not knowing God. The final straw was when I was going through some of her social media accounts, trying to figure out how far the rabbit hole of cyber sexting had gone. When we had talked about her cheating, she told me it had been going on for a couple of months. Imagine my horror when I realized that it had been going on at least seven months from what I could find, which means that at most, she was faithful for four months of our marriage. I told her I wanted a divorce. She said she didn't want one threatened self-harm, and started a very loud tirade in the middle of the park. I, trying to stay calm, explained that I would be getting one whether she wanted one or not, and that if she cooperated me, then it wouldn't have to drag on for months and months, she would get some of our collective marital wealth instead of it all going to pay lawyer fees, and that an uncontested divorce would have no need for evidence of infidelity, thus saving her all that embarrassment. She agreed, filled out the paperwork, and said she would work me on it. I really don't want to get back together again. Ever since we separated, not only have I been able to heal a little, but it also feels like a huge burden is gone. I now have far more money, more energy. The house is nowhere near as bad of a mess and the general clutter is gone too. But that being said, our church and a few of our family and friends are trying to convince me to get back together with her and not go through with the divorce. I really don't think that that is right because it is apparent to me that the relationship is not a healthy one, and that nothing is going to change about that. I love Anne, and I did commit myself to her when I married her, but not like this. Not when I can no longer trust her and have to wonder all the time what she has been doing and where she has been. I can't go through another year of this same thing. But at the same time, I guess a part of me isn't sure, because I still haven't filed the divorce paperwork. What I would like to know is, am I in the right here? Is my desire for a divorce a reasonable one, or am I not giving an enough time or another chance when she should have one? I know this is probably a controversial subject, depending on one's views about marriage divorce, but I just would like to know what other people think. Thank you in advance for your replies. Redditors reactions. Redditor1, not even a full year into your marriage and she is already cheating on you? Leave her. She's not the one. I've been married 20 years and although things are starting to lose their excitement, I'm not looking for another man. He is my best friend and I know we can spark things up again. Plus you're young. Find the right girl. Redditor two, Ha, it's almost like a high school dropout teenager with no job isn't mature enough to get married. Strange, seriously, though, why did you marry her? Is she religious as in no s time before marriage? She's clearly not ready to be mature or a good partner. She sounds very ignorant about birth control and life in general. I don't think this is something some counseling will help with. And you're better off without her. Don't let religious people or friends pressured should to stay in a bad situation. Op answer, yeah, looking back, it was pretty moronic to not see those as obvious red flags. It's altogether too easy to make excuses for someone or to think that they're different, etc. Redditor 3, I think your church and family are doing you both a great disservice. Your ex is clearly not mature enough for marriage, she's a teenager bringing in her teenage drama and basically just transferred from her parents to you. It was likely a mistake to get married in the first place, which is some guidance someone should have given you, but even if they did and you didn't listen, they should be happy that you're rectifying that mistake and even going out of your way to prevent her name from being dragged in the mud. They care more about appearances than what is healthy for both of you. Redditor 4. Reconciling after cheating is so hard because you basically have to completely be on the same page as your spouse on how to go forward, or it will not work, which is an incredibly hard thing to do right after a betrayal, because odds are at least one party is pissed at the other. And that's why it often fails because you have to be on the same page and it cuts both ways, right? like if you propose some fixes and she doesn't wanna then it's a non-starter likewise if you propose a series of draconian nightmares that far overreach and she balks because she doesn't want to be a slave that is also a non-starter i'm not here to judge her or you all i'm saying is the two of you made the attempt and you discovered that you did not line up non-starter there's nothing to come back to marriage as your church will remember in its script from your ceremony is a partnership It's building a team, and the team has to come together in a crisis or it will fall apart. You and your wife were tested and you both failed as a team. It's time to move on and find a teammate who better aligns with your life. As for your church and all the busybodies inside it. They didn't come home with you two every night. They didn't have your fights. They weren't there when she cheated. She didn't cheat on them. So they can take their opinion on your marriage and shove it up their ass. If they think she's such a great wife, they are now free to marry her. You made the call you needed to make for you. It was a hard call, but it's yours. And it was likely the right one judging by how icy things were getting. Continue moving on. And if your church feels the need to constantly be TT and on things they don't understand, maybe it's time for a change there as well. Redditor follow up. I agree, but I super agree with your view on the church involvement. They want to save the marriage often disregarding the immense emotional impact on the parties involved. Redditor five, if you get cheated and on and feel the need to track, have keyloggers, and wanna force a woman to take birth control the relationship is over. That isn't going to save anything. If anything, it'll make everything worse. Redditor six, did you marry her so you could have sex? Cause I'm not seeing anything about this girl that you like or anything in this relationship that's worth saving. Saving yourself is a terrible way of finding out if she's the one, instead, you end up hitched in a terrible situation like you've found yourself in. Op answer No, I didn't marry her just to have SX, although we did wait until we were married to have SX. Despite everything written here, I'd known this girl for six years before we got together. She could be very sweet, seemed to come from a nice family, and like me, wanted a family of her own. I just rushed into it too fast, is all.